Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Good afternoon, everybody. It is the Steve Jones Show on a Tuesday. News Radio 1070 WKOK. Matt Catrillo here with you. Steve will soon be there from the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. Reacting today, you get a chance to whole lot to do this yesterday, of course. Recapping Super Bowl 55 won by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, recapping, we now have a new Hall of Fame class in the NFL for 2021 announced. A lot of non-surprises. Calvin Johnson, Peyton Manning, all in first ballot, along with Charles Woodson. And Alan Fanica finally getting in for the Steelers. Bill Nunn getting in. Heavily advocated by our good friend Neil Coolong, Steve. And we're going to talk about that today. Yeah, we will. We will get into that. You know, the Super Bowl, uh, the Super Bowl ratings came out. Now, any organization is aching to have 96.4 million watching their event. Perfect. No problem. All right. Um, so that's okay. So let's start there. But let's go big picture for a moment. And this, by the way, the 96.4 million includes a record number for streaming. Or as the guy in the corner office would say, streaming. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, and there was, for the first time of any NFL game, there were 1 billion streaming hits. Okay. But here's the problem for the NFL. They get the TV contract coming up. They'll get their money. But do you realize that in six years from the Seattle-New England game, there are 18 million fewer viewers? I mean, that is something that... Uh, that is something that is really like, wow. Where you got to sit back and look at this and ask yourself, wow, really? I mean, 18 million fewer viewers? 
that that's a lot, my man. 18 million fewer viewers. I mean, that is something where you're sitting back and you're asking yourself. Like, I mean, you're asking yourself, like, uh, what's going on here? 18 million is a big number. And I think you have to sit back and examine what is causing it. And I don't have the answer for it. I think there are multiple answers, but I don't have the answer for it. I mean, I, I, to me, I think it's like too much Eagles drama, but that's just, you know, it's a different. <laughs> I assure you that's not the case. Now, I, I get there's a trend. I, I just think it's a little bit hard to gauge the viewership this year because it was a blowout. But the Rams-Patriots game a couple of years ago was not a good game. Right. I, I don't. I think it's 18 million is not a small number, considering nobody had anywhere to go. I mean, you can come. I mean, I, yeah. I think there's 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 a part of this that they need to look at closely. I'm not going to get into it, but um, they have to ask themselves: Is there something we're not quite doing right? That's causing 18 million people to say, nah, I don't want to watch anymore. I mean, this is your marquee event. Now, anybody's aching to have 96.4 million. And you, I do not expect you to get 114.4 million like you did for Seattle and New England. I don't expect that. But 18 million is a big drop. I mean, that, that's not a small drop, that's a big drop. And I don't, you know, I don't know why. So, I don't know. Just going through and just considering it, that's all. I think I think you have to sit back and at least look at it, right? You at least look at it. Uh, now there's your team. Your team is an interesting lot here. That's a because nice you know way to I, put it, yes. You know what I found interesting about this? There have been a lot of rumors about Carson Wentz that have been floated. Okay. Um... And I think the I think you know who's floating it? The Eagles. They're the ones floating it. If that's their strategy, then again it just shows how badly they've handled this entire situation. Because if you're purposely putting stuff out there about Carson Wentz, I'm and I don't know if they are or not, but you're you're just bringing down your asking price even more. I think they're lucky that they would get at least a first round pick for Carson Wentz. 
But there's part of this that makes no sense. There's part of this that makes no sense, like the Chicago thing, Cohen. What do you want Cohen for? Exactly what I said yesterday. I mean, that makes no sense. Last I checked, uh, that's the part I don't get. Last I checked, you had Miles Sanders. Absolutely. I mean, have some other position be a throw-in. And I named them all yesterday. Linebacker, which you got a couple of options there with both the Bears and the Colts. Defensive defensive lineman, wide receiver, offensive lineman, safety, cornerback. You don't need another running back like that, at least. If you if you want to get a power running back to complement Sanders, that's fine. But not an, an, another smaller type back who is a threat out of the backfield like you, like Sanders, because you already have that. Yeah, it makes no sense. I mean, it's there's a lot of things they need to be investing in. They need to be investing in linebackers. They need to be investing in wide receivers. They need to invest be investing in offensive linemen. Um, they are a confusing organization right now. The only thing I'll say, Steve, is Carson Wentz's continued silence doesn't help his cause. But what's he supposed to do? What do you want to do? Have a press conference? What, what does he have to be? Why, why does he have to be sitting there talking? Why? I mean, he's under con. He's under contract. So why does he have to talk? Well, that's I mean, true. Yeah. But at the I mean, same time, th- these I mean, are a lot I of damning reports that are out about. So him. what? I, I wouldn't be talking. If it's me, I wouldn't be talking. Yeah. Yeah. Part of me would be it's none of your business what I think. I think talking only just makes it worse. If you're going to talk to anybody, you're going to talk to Howie Roseman, you're going to talk to Sirianni, the coach, say, hey, where do I fit with this thing? Oh, that's how you think I fit? Okay, great. Let's just go to it. Or, oh, you don't really think I fit that well? Fine. Then you know, then if you guys want to deal with me, I'm, I'm open to it. But don't go to the media and tell them. Don't do that. I mean, that's not his responsibility to go to the media and talk. And by the way, he has an agent. And most of these stories that get floated out there are done by the agents anyway. Yeah, to me, when I look at some of these reports, the only one I see that's totally credible is what came from Jeff McClain, the Philadelphia Inquirer. These other reports that come out are from these websites that have just developed in Philly the last couple years where you don't have anybody... I'm sure that they're they're credible, but they're not like the tier team reporters you look to every season, either. So that's why that's why it's hard it's hard for me to to gauge what to, what to believe and what not to believe about Carson Wentz right now. I I think there's a little bit of both going on, but I don't think it's all one or all the other. I can say that. All right, so we've, uh, we've got a lot going on the show today, uh, as a matter of fact. Um, uh, I, I know Matt desperately, because he's got a list of complaints. <laughs> um, but we're going to have 
Nate Bauer on the show today. Neil Kulong's on the show today. And Scott Walker. Uh, the MLB Draft League has announced his schedule, which includes the Williamsport Crosscutters. Crosscutters and the Spikes are going to be playing a lot against each other. It looks like the way they've done it is they've taken Williamsport State College, Mahoning Valley, uh, West Virginia, and Frederick, Maryland, and Trenton, or known there as Trenton, and they've grouped them to play a lot of games against each other. Well, State College and Williamsport are going to be playing a lot of baseball starting May 24th. So we're going to talk to Scott Walker, the GM of the Spikes, about that today. All right, a lot going on. Great to have you with us on the show today. Brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, where we go for 300 and never settle for 297 on News Radio 1070 WKOK. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Sunbury Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. When you step across the white stripe, the only thing that matters is that six inches between your backbone and your breastbone. Raise your eyes up. Right above is the next rung. Reach out and grab that rung. Pull yourself. Push your body. The next rung is today. Let's go. Those two little letters, W-E-We, those two little letters, U-S, us, they're powerful. They're powerful. Great job. That's it. What the Washington Post did today, headline-wise, was a disgrace. This is the headline. Marty Schottenheimer, NFL coach whose teams wilted in postseason, dies at 77. Are you kidding me? I mean, mean, seriously. (sighs) Marty Schottenheimer in his career won more than 200 games. I believe he's eighth all-time in victories in the history of the National Football League. Uh, it is true he never got a chance to be a head coach in the Super Bowl, that he had opportunities, all true. But my goodness, the people that thought the world of him, the success that he had, putting his teams in a position to try and get there, right? and that's your headline, Marty Schottenheimer. NFL coach whose team's wilted in the postseason dies at 77. Under the banner of the Washington Post, democracy dies in darkness. That's your headline? That's about, that is, okay. Obituaries are not the spot for cheap shots. 
That is a disgrace. As for Marty Schottenheimer, everybody, I never had the privilege of meeting him, so I never, I don't think, think I was even remotely close to being in the same room as him. But the more you read about him, that everybody thought the world of him. I mean, thought the world of him. Uh, and I think that uh, you know he was out of Cannonsburg, played with the Bills, by the way, during the uh, when they won the AFL championship in '65. Played with the Bills and the Patriots. He coached the Browns, the Chiefs, Washington, and the Chargers. Now his time at Washington wasn't the greatest, uh, but. 21 seasons as an NFL coach. He won 200 games. He lost 126. He got into the playoffs 13 times in 21 years. Got the two AFC championship games with the Browns. He got the one AFC championship game with the Chiefs. Um, and then he led the Chargers to a 14 and 2 record in 2006. Lost to the Patriots in the AFC Divisional Round, and they fired him. He never coached again in the NFL. He actually coached one year in the United Football League with the uh, Virginia Destroyers. And, they, they, by the way, they won the championship. <laughs> that, that's the one he wins. Uh, but he played at Pitt, played for the Bills, AFL All-Star in 65 when the Bills won the uh, AFL title, and supposedly... Along the way, the number of people that thought the world of him. Look, he wanted he wanted to, he wanted to run the ball, control the clock, play great defense, not turn the ball over. Well, you know what. I always thought Marty Schottenheimer was a great coach. Always. There are a lot of people that haven't won or gotten to big games before that were great coaches. He was one of them. I I just, I see headlines like that and I say to myself, the humanities major that wrote that needs to find another job. Because obviously they don't have the heart for the job. That's, that's wrong. That's just wrong. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai. Great new inventory. Great new inventory. And not only that, but fabulous pre-owned inventory with a Sunbury Motors guarantee. It's a sales department that works with you. Like that me look, if you don't care about somebody's budget, okay, which is which they do, and that's the key. They have to understand what your budget is. And they work with you. All right, you know what? This may fit what you have to spend. They do that. And 
there is also a fabulous service department to back it up. Everything from complicated to routine. You have to have both, and they do it. All at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Key Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Yeah, Marty Schottenheimer passed away. What a great coach he was. And I never had the, the opportunity to meet him in any way, shape, or form. Never was in the same room with him, any of that stuff. So I'm just going by what um, others have told me about him. They, they can't say enough nice things about him personally. Uh, I've seen him interviewed many times on, on a wide variety of subjects. Uh, NFL Network did a great uh, documentary on him in which you know, he was in the latter stages of life, Alzheimer's. There was a little hint of that. Uh, his wife was always around to, to make sure and help, and that's what incredible caregivers do. They're always around, uh, always on guard for the person they're caring for. Uh, he handled himself well in the interviews, but he certainly was one of the truly great coaches in the NFL. And you can be great at something and not win a championship. Uh, it just turned out he didn't win a championship in the NFL, but boy, he sure put his—he sure, certainly coached teams to put him in a position to get there. And that takes a lot of work to do that. I mean, you have to be really good to get a team to a certain point, and then there's a couple things that have to happen in part, believe it or not, Luck's one of them, to get yourself over the top to finally get there. Uh, And Marty Schottenheimer, by all accounts, was a, uh, a terrific guy, an excellent coach, and a guy with... Well, I think what eighth all time in the history uh, of the NFL in victories with his 200 wins, but again did not get to the Super Bowl, even though he got to the playoffs. He got the he got to the AFC Championship game three times. It's just there's a lot of things that have to happen. I, 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 as you know, I've been far more forgiving of things like that because I. I I've talked about this many times. And how difficult it is to win. And I think we've lost that appreciation. Not all of us. Not all of us. But there are some people out there, and some people in this business, unfortunately, that I think have lost the appreciation of exactly how hard it is to win. And so when it doesn't happen, blame is assessed all the way around. And in this case, you know, I mean, you see that. Now, the Washington Post since changed the headline. They had to because the blowback was tremendous. And by the way, Will Brinson's the one that wrote the obituary. Will Brinson did not write the headline. I realize he's the person that is receiving. We've had Will on the show. He'd be the one receiving all the replies as to the original headline about Schottenheimer, but Will wrote the story. He did not write the headline. Just so everybody knows. But there's, there's, for some reason, there is that... And I've noticed this over time. The lack of appreciation of how hard it is to win. 
that's why when you do win, you cherish all of them because you accomplished something on that particular night, that particular day, that particular week. Uh, Penn State, Iowa wrestling for Friday postponed. Iowa has problems with COVID. They're going to do everything they can to make it up because let's face it, I mean, the Big Ten is aching to have that made up because it would be on BTN and the ratings for Penn State, Iowa wrestling are phenomenal. But they were scheduled to wrestle, I believe, Friday. Uh, that will not happen this week. They will try to work out a different time in the schedule for it to happen. Meanwhile, the Penn State men's ice hockey series against Ohio State scheduled for Friday and Saturday postponed. And this time it turns out that the issue is Penn State. Uh, there's, uh, there's positive COVID-19 results among Penn State's Tier 1 personnel in men's ice hockey. So wrestling is postponed because of results in Iowa. Hockey with Ohio State is postponed because of results with Penn State. Basketball's on tonight. Team is in East Lansing. They will play tonight at 7 o'clock. I'm beginning at 6.30. It's a big game for Penn State. Big game for both teams. Michigan State finally broke through in one Saturday. And we're going to hear from Nate Bauer in the next hour about that. In fact, the next half hour we're going to hear from Nate Bauer uh, about this matchup and then some football with Nate as well. Michigan State, you look at the last six games Penn State's played. Penn State is 1-4 their last six. Great. Michigan State, on the other hand, has lost four of their last five. The one that they won was Saturday. They beat Nebraska. They have three wins in the Big Ten. Two of them are against Nebraska. There's no doubt that they dramatically miss Cassius Winston at point guard. The other part, too, is they miss Xavier Tillman. Tillman in the Jordan Center last year was phenomenal. He had an incredible game. Look, Winston was there four years. He played four years, so he had to go. Tillman had, I think, one more year remaining. But Tillman has a wife and two children. The time was right for him to go. Well, it turns out those are two huge losses. Now, you look at Aaron Henry, really good player. Langford, really good player. The, the guy that I think they're trying to get more out of, who's a really good player, too, is Joey Hauser. And that'll be one of the keys in tonight's game. And Penn State's going to have to play solid defense. They're going to have to shoot the ball well tonight. They can't sit there and not shoot the ball well in tonight's game. They have to. Um, So that'll be tonight at 7, and 6.30 is the airtime for that. And then Penn State will play again on Sunday against Nebraska. And for Nebraska, it'll be four games in eight days and three of the four will be on the road, as a matter of fact. Uh, Teddy Allen did not play for them last night because of an internal problem. They expect him to play against Wisconsin in their next game, though. So that's where we are with all this. So, again, no Iowa-Penn State wrestling this week. They'll postpone it. Let's face it, they'll do everything they can to reschedule that. And the Big Ten really wants that to happen. No hockey, and the problem was with Iowa, not Penn State. Meanwhile, Penn State, Ohio State hockey this weekend postponed because the problems with Penn State. 
And the Big Ten basketball tournament is officially something we told you about a month ago. It probably happened. is now official. They're going to move it from Chicago to Indianapolis. And there's a couple reasons to do it. One is Chicago's far more restrictive with uh, attendance at events. Indianapolis is going to allow, at minimum, at least the parents to be there for it. So that's important. And also the NCAA tournament's going to be in Indiana. So you might as well just go through, win the darn thing, and stay there. Especially with everybody taking Zoom classes all over the place. Uh, so it's going to be in Indianapolis at Bankers Life Fieldhouse. I think one of the areas they had to clear, though, remember, they had to make sure the Pacers weren't playing at home. I, mean, I don't know how I many road games the Pacers had to play because of this, because part of the NCAA tournament's going to be there, too. So I'd have to at least check the Pacers' schedule to see um, uh, but that was one of the keys to making the move from Chicago to Indianapolis is that you had to make sure the dates were cleared with the Pacers and I, evidently they are and that's why we've been talking about a month it was a possibility but this has m- more to do with Uh, protocols in the state of Indiana versus the protocols in the state of Illinois and the city of Chicago. So that's, you know, I just want to make sure that, you know, everyone, that's the news of the day right there. We'll take a break. Back with more in a moment. Great to have you with us here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Great to have you with us today. Brought to you by Sunbury Motors. 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Key Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. All right. Uh, great to have you with us on the show today. Um, uh, we got. Some basketball coming up tonight, and important game for Penn State. They need to get another road win here along the way. It's going to be on ESPN 2 tonight. Of course, we have it as well, beginning at 6.30. Uh, again, Penn State-Iowa wrestling uh, scheduled for Friday, postponed. Again, I think they'll do everything they can to make that up because I think the ratings, it's too good for the sport. But the problem was with Iowa. Hockey, problem with hockey was it turned out they can't play Ohio State this weekend. Now because of Ohio State, it's because this time it's Penn State. Uh, So that's happening. Um, The Crosscutters, by the way, did put out their schedule for 2021 starting May 24th at State College, ending August 13th at State College. But a lot of games... Uh, but there are 66 other games in between there, and all you know, 34 of them will be at historic Bowman Field. And it's just great to know that the Cutters will be back. It's great to know that State College will be back, and we'll have to just get to May 24th and find out what the rules are going to be for all of us as to how to go about doing this. But that's a lot of time, though. That's a lot of time. You've got. Uh, 
three and a half months between now and there. And then eventually the cutters, like all the others, will put out a um, will put out a schedule. Uh, not just a schedule; they'll put out a promotional schedule. Is what I'm talking about, because the actual schedule is out, and season tickets are available and so forth. I think you're going to see, in my opinion, actually a little better brand of baseball, because these are all going to be older players. Yes, you'll see. Uh, it used to be that you would see draftable players. A lot of times, uh, Williamsport, you know, I mean, Adam Hazley, uh, Bryson Stott, their first-round picks. Uh, Hazley, already starting with the Philly, Stott's a tremendous talent. They had that. They had a lot of third-round guys. And I had to laugh a little bit because I was watching, oh, what the heck, was it Auburn? Bo Nix got hurt, and all of a sudden, Cord Sandberg came in the game. He, he, he played two seasons, I think, with the Cutters. He was the third-round pick. I'm like, oh my God, like Cord Sandberg. I know that guy. <laughs> really? Um, but, yeah. Uh, but those schedules are out and go from there. There will be, in Major League Baseball, they're going to continue with the seven-inning doubleheaders this year. They're going to continue with putting the runner on second in extra innings in the regular season, but no DH. Now, it's not that the players are against the DH. The players said that the DH issue was tied to the additional round of playoffs. Now, the players don't get a lot of extra money for playing in the playoffs. The owners get the money in the playoffs. So the players did not like the linkage between the DH and the play, the expanded playoffs. So the, the playoffs are going to stay at five in each league, and the National League this year is going to have no DH. When they finally get the new contract worked out between the Players Association and the owners, and who knows when that's going to be because it's it the contract is up at the end of this year. In fact, I think the contract is up November 30th of this year between the Players Association and the owners. Uh, I think eventually you'll see a DHB universal because, uh, especially with 26 people on the roster, I think that you want to keep. I think you want to keep pitchers from running the bases. I think you want to keep pitchers you know, from hitting. I mean, like you know, it's your job to pitch, pitch. A lot of traditional National League people, I completely understand, feel it's against the purity of baseball. I've always look. I grew up in an American League area, and I've been a pro DH person from the second I saw it. Uh, but back to the quality of play for Williamsport and State College. There's so often that you'll see players that are high school players, 18, that go into the draft and don't go to college. That's fine. That's their prerogative. You can do that. And what happens is that between State College and Williamsport, when they get to be 19, they wouldn't start their careers here, but all of a sudden they're 19 years old, and they are so far from refined that it's a long way away. This is going to be a league where you have high-ranking juniors and seniors, older players playing the game that many of them 
are considered to be in the high draft pool. Now, yeah, will there be high school players that get picked in the first couple rounds? Yes. But there's going to be a lot of college players that are picked in the first two rounds, and they're going to come out of this league. That's why I think you're going to actually see a higher level of baseball play this year because it be played by older, more mature players that have more maturity to their game, that they've been through the weight room at their universities you know, three times, you know, two or three times in their respective careers. They've been playing in, in the Pac-12. They've been playing in the Big Ten. They've been playing in the ACC, playing in the Big 12. Uh, that will be coming here to play ball or any place else, believe me. I mean, that's one thing about Major League Baseball. They do a great job of finding people. I mean, baseball scouting is better than anybody. I mean, they find me. If you have any kind of game, they find you. So I think you're going to see a higher quality of baseball being played. And that will be, um, I think, part of this. I know they've got you know season ticket packages, flexbook packages, but each ballpark right now also has to make sure that no matter what they do, they have to be assuring to the fans over and over again that every safety protocol is being taken. But we have three and a half months. Let's see what life is like three months from now. Let's see what life is like on May the 9th at that point. Yeah. Let's see that on May the 9th, if little Luke has made any progress about not bothering Daddy at a particular time for a game. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. I think I think it's important. Yeah, I think it's important that you you go through and you your peace of mind means something. Thank you. Because I mean, it, I mean, I can't take it anymore. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Today's show brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford Lincoln Kia Hyundai, great new inventory, fabulous pre-owned inventory. All at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com on News Radio 1070 WKOK.